Maybe I ain't gonna lie. Who are you singing? Mm, what do you think? <laughs> I know when you text me, girl, I don't always reply. Well, wow. you're not an angel either. You can't even fly. I'm sick of I... it. Alright, boom. We're back. No, this. You think that you know shit? Yeah, uh, just, I, know we've, I know we've just started recording, but I need to share this thing. I'm just going through my Instagram and got a throwback to when I was in New York and some of the incredible food that I ate um, in Prospect Park. And there's this thing, Prospect Park in Brooklyn. It's this thing that they do every week or every other week or whatever called Smorgasbord. It's just like food trucks, just like little independent food stalls. And I ate some of the best goddamn food I've ever eaten in my life there. Just I thought really, I'd share that. If you ever, if you find yourself in Prospect Park in Brooklyn, I really uh, want tacos. Oh, taco like, Look at these uh, these fries uh, and these little spicy chicken bites. They look good. This brisket sandwich. These donuts. Strong oh, man. Um, on that note, Migos have released a new song called Taco Tuesday. Have they? How have they managed... Oh, they must have actually paid paid a, a check to be able to use the name Taco Tuesday because it's copyrighted in, in in America. Is it... Who owns that now? Because I remember LeBron tried to... So I don't know what he tried to do. There was a whole speech. There, there was um, a small restaurant in... I can't remember what state it was, but they originally came up with Taco Tuesday and they trademarked it. Ah, okay. Um, so now nobody legally is allowed to use use it in um, America. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, they, or if you, they knew they got to cut a check. Yeah, you know a check would have been cut. I legit thought you were about to tell me that Look, Lo- 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 Slicker and Burn in the Northern Quarter had the trademark. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to trash them because it's nice. It's yeah, nice. it is. <laughs> we're still hoping the outside opens again sometime yeah. soon. <laughs> um, so what do we have to share news-wise? It's been a very interesting, sporadic week for news. Mm, where do I want to start? Oh, Spotify. <laughs> so did anyone see Spotify um, pitch for this genius new all-giving great service where you tip artists in Spotify? What? No. <laughs> so they came up with this idea was like, you can tip your favourite artists directly in Spotify. And then the artists were like, all right, fans, sit this one out. I've got this. Turn to Spotify with a roast in hand and be like, why the fuck don't you just pay us more? Yeah. I was Spotify sh- did the... Do you know what, Do you know where this has stemmed from? <laughs> this is this has stemmed from because Bandcamp have Taylor been... Swift. No, it's not. It's... it's <laughs> Can we just go an episode without talking about her? Um, this is them from Bandcamp waiving uh, their artist fees. So oh, wow. if anyone's not familiar with Bandcamp, it's kind of like SoundCloud, etc. But you can like purchase um, albums on there. Um, mm-hmm. And like you can buy like merch and vinyl and stuff like that from whatever artist you want. Shout out to if, Little Sims was the reason I learned about Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to a new project as well. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, so they waived, I think it's twice now, they've completely waived the fees, meaning that um, 100% of whatever you 
purchase goes straight to the artist and they're doing another one in June, I believe. Um, so I'm assuming that they've seen, Spotify have seen that and they did, was it something ridiculous like 35 million sa- um, in sales in one day? From doing it. Wow. I know Bandcamp's used it. Ma- it may, actu- right, it may actually even be higher than that. I may be downplaying the value, but it was, it was a ridiculous I don't think, amount. I'm, t- I'm trying to process this thought as I say it, so bear with me. Mm. I don't think this is as bad of a thing as it sounds on the face of it. If I um, wanted to just go ahead and give a smaller artist some money and Spotify were willing to facilitate that transaction... Cool. It's worth more to the artist than my stream is. And even if Spotify take a little slice off the top, the artist is still going to get more money off me at the end of the day. This isn't a bad thing. Well, the, the bad thing is the ecosystem and the environment of that service shouldn't exist. I kind of That's get... Like Spotify have created a need. They created the demand for a service like that themselves. Thing Whereas is, though, if we lived in a world where... You know, again, sorry. In one breath, we can't complain about DSPs not paying artists enough when we don't buy CDs anymore. Yes. Well, like, if you you want an artist to have more money, like, all right, yeah, fine. Most people then, if you want an artist to have more money, get their stuff through a means that gives them more money. But no one wants to do that because that's not convenient, which we understand. So it, it seems to me on the face of it like it's it's not a bad thing. Sorry, I don't think it is. I was watching Dragon's Den the other day. Yeah. And oh, the, I love Dragon's the Den. The guy wanted to get rid of the single use plastic problem. So he created a bottle made out of Oh, I saw this. The little squishy down one. Yeah, and I feel like... Oh, they absolutely destroyed him. And I feel like this is the same thing as what Spotify has done. They've created... They created the problem and tried to give a kind of like half... Half a solution and package it as this is the answer. Yeah. I don't think this is the answer. I I didn't expect to be on the side of Spotify on this debate. But... Spotify have taken a lot of heat for not giving enough money to artists. That's absolutely valid. Yes. So if you want, if they want, if they add a service that, bear in mind as well, from a business perspective, Spotify struggles uh, and has done for a long time. Because unlike, yeah, unlike, exactly. yeah, I know, I know, I know. But unlike your Amazons and your Apples and your, your whatever else is, the music streaming is their core business. Um, it's not like an add-on that they can afford to cut even on. Like they need to make money. They're they're a business, and it's a difficult business to make money in. So they, that's part of the reason why, like we said in the last episode, they pay the least to their artists. But title do so if titles. That's titles yeah. That like own, that's only that, thing. that's titles. That's titles whole bag. Like that's a, that's a USP for title. Whereas that's not Spotify's. It's not Spotify's thing. But, I, but, but justifying just, mad communism. Yeah, just because just going back to bank, <laughs> just going back to Bandcamp as well. If Bandcamp are doing essentially the same thing, where you can go onto Bandcamp, you can listen to the artist's work or whatever without paying it. I don't. I they don't get actually get anything from you just streaming it. I don't think. Um, if anyone knows, 
I'm pretty sure bank, I'm going uh, wrong, correct They me. might get something, but Bandcamp's main focus is, is sales, is purchase, physical, yeah. digital sales. So if they can completely waive the fees being like, look, we're not going to make any money on this one day just to help artists out, I'm pretty sure like Spotify or someone yeah. like that could do the same and just say, you know what, anything that you stream today will go 100% to the artist. That would be awesome. That. What that would, would be, be awesome. Awful? Oh, I thought you said awful. No, no, that would be awesome. <laughs> However, I, I don't see the problem with an option there for me to fire. Like, think about it. Like, I don't see a problem there with the option for me to fire $10 to my favorite artist if I want to. Do you That's see... my monthly subscription. Can I go first? Do you see a, yeah, prob- do you see a problem with us tipping the NHS? No, he doesn't. Yes, I do. So, okay. so we I'll have just following your theory. We have had this conversation. Yeah, I was so, just following your theory of tipping Spotify. So the so like if you if you have to tip totally different because, things though. We're talking about private companies versus like state funded. Yeah, yeah, things, but I'm, just, I'm different thing. Bear with me on the loose analogy. Right, <laughs> but if you have to tip something the way it's like, you know that it's underfunded and it's like there's just a shit deal they're not going to fix the problem in that. So artists are still always going to be getting very low money for their streams because they're just like, oh, well, if people like that artist, they can they can pay money to them so we don't have to. It's True. Not, it's, not fixing, can, it's not fixing the issue. Can I pitch but my issue with it as well? But ultimately, I think artists would end up with more money this way. No. Mm, I mean, so think, take that £10 no you gonna got. Tip, and no one's going to tip Drake. Like, Take that ten pounds you've got. People are stupid, right. by the way. Never underestimate <laughs> stupidity of the masses. <laughs> um, take that ten pounds you got. Open your Spotify now. Tap on artists and see how many people are in there. And say, cool. How many times am I going to break this down? Because in the reality of it, it might be a goodwill gesture for you to do that one, two times. Not everyone is doing that, which is why streaming platforms exist anyway. But the fact that if you tip one person by definition someone else is missing out and then therefore just falling into the yeah. wider cast net of you just deal with the bread and butter that Spotify give you and the caviars for All right, the look, other people Spotify should pay enough. the artists more for streams I agree yes that should be a thing we shouldn't have to tip we, artists through Spotify if you want to I don't celebrate think, I don't your think artists that, more I don't think that, but I don't think go the buy their CD. of having a, uh, having a tip button I don't want a CD Go buy their merch. Go buy a hoodie. Go buy a t-shirt. Go do all of the other things that have already existed. I think Spotify should pay the artists more. I 100% agree with that. Go buy a golf sticker. Like, that is what they... That that is what they should be doing. They should be paying them more. Everyone should catch up to title on that one. Would this this also turn into... There's no harm. The harm is justifying their current platform by yes. facilitating the reason, that's the, the, reason, the reason for it is bad but the actual thing itself is good oh you're such a utilitarian I know <laughs> like, <laughs> like to, to keep going with the NHS analogy like the reason that Captain Tom had to do like many laps of his care home is awful but the fact that he did it is amazing oh yeah the fact that he did it is great so it's like that but in reverse the reason that Spotify are doing this terrible yeah it's, not, it's still not a bad idea though do you feel like this would turn into a numbers game as well? So, like, you know how at the end of the He's year... He's got the most tips. At the, yeah, at the end of the year, Spotify always do, like, um, oh, this is how much you streamed this yeah, year like and break and it down to, like, a month or whatever. Most tipped artist. Yeah. 
And then, like, in in that theory, is that going to then tie into, like, I don't know. I would like to see it done algorithmically where, like, obviously Drake's the most streamed artist in the world. I wouldn't want him to have a tip button. Yeah, you can't say you can't say just because it should you be stream... for lesser. It should be for lesser streamed artists. No, no, you can't because you, you can't say then. <laughs> you can't say like oh because because they're going to be the one because they're the ones that are most hurt by the fact that Spotify ain't paying out. T Pain is a lesser streamed artist. Is he though? Yep, T Pain classes as a lesser streamed artist. If I go on Spotify right now, and I was looking at this recently because I'm like, there's so many people who fall in this really messed up grey area. So, for one, did you know T-Pain released a new song with Chris Brown recently? T-Pain yes. only has 10.1 million monthly listeners. That's several. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, less than a couple of million. Uh, name another artist who you think would be up there. Who would have less than a couple of million? Lil Wayne only has 19 million. What's the baby got? I'm going to the baby. 30.2 million. Um, I just so there's an era. I'm thinking musicians around the Lil Wayne T Pain era who oh Fab have oh, check Fab continuously been shafted yeah, check Fab. by the music check industry. Fab. Jesus, hard to find him. Four point four million. There you go. Throw a donation Fab's way if you're a big fan. Yeah, but. That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> Fat Joe, five point seven million. Yeah. So like, there's so many people who fall in a position in which their numbers do not reflect what they do. Some people are perfectly okay with that. Some people don't are not okay with that. Designer is a great example because I was looking at Designer recently. Um, yeah, that guy's not had a 20... that guy's not had a hit since like 2016. That's not his fault. Oh yeah, no, I know. We spoke about that before. But like his his numbers are gonna be low. Panda so many times people want to listen 80, to Panda. Panda has eight hundred and ninety-one million streams. Timmy Turner, two hundred and seventy-five million streams. Significantly lower, but in the hundreds of millions. Monthly listeners, five point seven. Still higher than Fab. <laughs> but like mm. the impact of artists fall in such weird variations where you know, like people are probably I just don't think fab. I just don't think that having the function there is a bad thing for artists. The fact the reason oh, no, it's Spotify not a bad thing putting, for artists. The reason that Spotify are putting the idea out there is is bad. But that doesn't it's make a plaster the, over the, a wall wound. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. But that doesn't make it bad. That does Spotify make it should, bad by definition Spotify should pay bad. the Spotify should pay the artist more. I mean, if anything, well, the, what, what a better solution would be is that you just have like a shop feature on Spotify. Oh yes. yeah, I like that. I back that. So Boom. if you wanted to, if you wanted to buy their album, they would get an actual. You could buy the album; it gets shipped to you, and it comes as like a physical thing, and it's the equivalent to what the physical streams would be. Yeah, I back you that. could buy your vinyl from there. You could buy the merch. That would make yep. more sense if there was like, okay, look, we want to f- give artists a chance to be able to, to earn more money off, yeah, of, off, of the, off of our platform. That would be good. But I think just having the tip button, it's not great. And then at the end of the year, you're going to see artists that may you may see around the similar area, the similar um, hierarchy as you. 
and you're saying, oh, well, they had like a million pounds in in tips. Why have I only got a hundred k? My fans aren't. Because your fans don't like you enough. That's the thing. Is it? Is it that yeah. the fans Spotify ain't putting you in the playlist? They ain't putting you in exactly. Front of people. Is it? It could is, be so many different things that Spotify themselves then end up controlling. It, it, there's a lot of different things that factor into factor into it. So I feel like I feel like it's just the a conclu- bad idea. The conclusion here is everyone should go get title. Yes. Yeah. Shouts out to Jay Z. We're Shouts we're still waiting for that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Waiting for it. Um, what else did we want to talk about? That got that was interesting news. In 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 other brief Spotify news, um, they have been talking about how, and I think the direct quote from the earnings call was, "Every day is like a weekend now." So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the most. That's the like Elon Musk level talk. Uh, <laughs> do, do you know what? Yeah, I think that, that's that, that's a really coded message. That's a, it's a really coded phrase. Well, no, to basically say. they went into more detail. Basically, what they're saying is like we're seeing increased traffic. But they said they put out previously the week before saying, "Oh yeah, streams are low. Like people ain't streaming." So in my in my I, know I ain't in my in my opinion, I feel that one of them has to be cap. They can't say one week before that the 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 streaming numbers are the lowest that it's been because people just aren't commuting, aren't listening to music. But then the week after, say, oh, every day's like a weekend. We're balling. Mm. I don't think that that much Something's would change wrong. in the space of a week. Unless Drake's demo tape just changed the whole thing. <laughs> 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 like, I just can't see, I can't see that dramatic change in a week. I sort of feel, it's I'd, not really, it's not that newsworthy. I just wanted to mention it. We yeah. really want to talk about earnings calls, which we don't because we don't do that here. Like, Bro, if you're into that, go listen to Elon Musk going buck wild on his uh, on the Tesla earnings call. Talking on raising money, did anybody go um, to, on to the NES radio for their? I guess it was like a a fundraising day. No, I didn't. I it, heard about it though. It was uh, give sick. us the um, It was basically just like a day of um, artists taking over the the airwaves. Um, on NTS, so you had like what channel one, channel two, um, had like loads and loads of different artists from I think it was from like nine a.m. Um, opened up with like Koji Radical, and you had like Georgia Smith doing the DJ set later on in the day. You ended the evening with um, Erica Badu. Wow! Like they yeah. had like some super high level artists' names on there. Um, yeah, and it was just like streaming all day. Nice. But I like I think, how creative platforms are being lately. Uh, I think... I don't want to be mistaken on it. Um, I think it was for, like, a food bank that they're raising money for. Strong? Yeah, gl- uh, fundraising for Global Food Banking Network. Um, and nice. it was in association with Jameson's, so shout out to the Jameson's. Shout out. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I there was also, as well, somebody told me about a Reggie Snow one on there, which I still need to go back and listen to. But yeah, I need to just find while I'm on the website, I've, I've mentioned Reggie Snow because I've just seen it come up and it's reminded me I need to go and listen to it. But under the category of uh, what music was on there, what would you expect to be heard from Reggie Snow on NTS Radio? I would think some like alternative R and B, light your incense, shake off bad vibe. I, actually, I don't know. 
So what's what is being put down as is house, beats <laughs> and jazz fusion. Good <laughs> lord. So I'm I'm really interested to see what it was. There's just no that he bug did. in house. Yeah. On the theme of um sorry, go on. Um, okay, yeah. Dublin rapper Reggie Snow weaves um, through sunny Brazilian jams, headsy rap, classic house, um, and more in an hour-long session. Wow. So a bit of a, a nice eclectic mix. And then it's got the track list in there. And going through this track list, I don't think there's a single song on there. That, oh, no. Yeah, we've got... We, yeah, he ends on El Sweatshirt and Maxo um, with Whole okay. World. Apart from that, Karam. I don't think. Oh, there's a Moody Man want song in there. Apart from that, there's not a single song that I've heard on there. So, that, ooh, that'll be a vibe. I feel like if anybody didn't listen to the NTS Radio Day, going back through all of the sets, if you're looking to try and find new music, that might be a good shout. Yep. Okay. Uh, continuing Sound the bloods. theme of raising money. There was something that I wanted to bring up. Um, everyone saw the Palace uh, drop from the 1st of May with the NHS yeah. Charities Foundation yeah. doodads. Um, I took a big fat L. I wanted mm-hmm. that T-shirt because um, it was pretty cool. Yep. And I'm a bit of a hype beast. And you know, I like the NHS. <laughs> I'm glad you admit it. I like the I'm NHS, bro. I'm a bit of a high beast and I like sentence. the NHS. What can I say? Mm. Um, Eclectic of you. What do we? How do we feel? And we haven't discussed this ahead of time, so I'm interested to hear what you have to say on this one. How do we feel about people? Because sign you and I are in the same Facebook groups. Mm, I saw it. Reselling these tees uh, and hoodies and crews. So I think the reseller, yeah, the reseller business for one has been cold blooded, like. It's being cold-blooded. People have laughed at people in queues. We went through that weird era where reselling business got violent. Reselling business is probably at the one corner, it's like the dark corner of the sneaker sneaker world. You know that you're going to have to deal with these dancing crackheads sometimes when you're on your way to somewhere good. Mm. And the people who do all of this mad reselling are like the crazy dancing crackheads who will take something that should not be not be made to be sold in that fashion. It had a really specific, specific reason and like a primary market. They use all of their magic wizardry. Um, I'm going to continue to refer to them as crackheads because the analogy is hilarious in my head because I'm imagining, you know, those crackheads who've got like pet wild animals, like pet raccoons. (laughs) Trading trading dogs for fucking spice. Exactly. Think of those, like, and those trades as the bots that they use to buy the shit that people just want. It's like, of course I can't compete against an army of trained rats that are there just going to pillage everything (laughs) from the sites that I want. And it's so frustrating that there is no repercussions from it. I have such mixed feelings on this topic. Like, I understand it's the nature of what happens, but there needs to be some level of decorum. Did every so? Did everybody see the? This do you know what I think it is? I think it's the fact that it's, especially for British people, it's an NHS thing. Um, yes, that for me, that's the like. There needs to be a level of decorum. Because, man. They're doing this because see, people are dying. Did everybody see the um, Takeshi? Um, oh, what's it called? Takeshi. Oh, I'm bad at Japanese, so give me one sec to find it. It's called Takeshi Palm on um, on Instagram. 
He's a very famous artist. You will know who I mean. Uh, yes. Takashi Mokamari. Yes. Um, he did a collaboration with Supreme mm-hmm. for a COVID-19 box logo tee, and all of the profits from that went to COVID-19 relief. Mm-hmm. And it was a sick box logo, too. Like, Yeah, I saw that. Um, of course that's going to resell for thousands. Yes, it I will. I think the resale on that tee is now into $1,000 territory for a $60 yeah. T-shirt. We're not as mad at that. Because the idea of a Supreme yeah. Box logo tee having a high resale value, and that's just the way of the beast, that sits fine with us no matter what the T-shirt was for. I'm still a bit salty at it. Whereas the NHS T-shirt... I'm going to like I'm gonna counter that. I'm gonna, more offensive. I'm going to counter but that. But to play devil's advocate here, because I still haven't made up my mind about whether I'm mad at it or not. I'm mad at it. Palace and the NHS haven't lost any money by people reselling these T-shirts. They made exactly the amount of money yeah, that they right. always would have made. Like You're very It's right. not as if the resellers are taking money out of the pockets of... Um, oh, so it's of good the, for the economy, I guess. And it, keeps, and it keeps shit moving around. Like, if I were Palace, the way I might have done it was uh, almost allowed people to pay whatever they wanted for the t shirt above a certain number. Like, here's the minimum you have to pay. If you want to pay more, you can do. And you'd be surprised how many people would have probably paid mm-hmm. £100 for the t shirt or £150, oh, that's £200. Exactly, for the that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say that. That's what they, I would have done if, and, I, if I was in and charge if they of that. Mass, and if they mass produced it as well. Well, you see, you've got you've to walk a fine line there for Palace because it still has to be a desirable item, which is the fact that it's, it's limited. So I don't think they should have made I don't think, no, too that, many of them. I don't think that... The, but they should have allowed for the, the scope of the donations to be higher because we know that people want the T-shirt. Yeah, but you're not buying the T-shirt as a normal release because it's a limited edition T-shirt and you're like, oh, I want this because not like hardly anybody else is going to get it. The idea of them doing that collab yes, was to then, raise money for the NHS. But, but I would have... I know, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be as honest with myself as I possibly could be. Oh, the high beast effects. I, yeah, so do I you think then that... inclined? I would have been less inclined to buy the T-shirt if it was easy. I think that if makes... I could have just walked onto Palace's website and bought that at any point in the last week, I would have been less inclined to do it. I think that defeats the point, though, because if it if... was a very good move on Palace on Palace's part to utilize the fact that they know, okay, what do we have that most other brands don't have? We have this desirability where people will come and buy them. However, if and that is and that's made by scarcity, but who so said, they can't but throw that out the window. But who said though that they had to say that this is going to be mass produced? If if they just said we're dropping NHS T-shirts, yeah, true. The money you the would have m- noticed though, if that shit was still in stock at ten past eleven, you would have noticed. Then everyone so, who so, yeah, was buying so, one anyway would have bought. They would have already bought it. it would have, all it would have done is eliminate the secondary market. And I, I because think everyone would have bought. And then people who were like, oh, I like the idea, who were in the grey area, would have also bought, because they would have gone there and been like, oh, it's there, I can do and it. And people would have also have gone back, because shouts to Sports Banger, they originally did the NHS t-shirt that mm. everybody... Like, I'm not wanted. mad, I'm not... The way I think it should have been handled by Palace is I think Palace should have done a, you have to pay 50 or whatever it was, 48 quid mm. for the tea. But if you want to pay more, we will give everything to the NHS. 
that would have made them a lot more money and it also would have helped like eliminate some of the reseller activity a little yeah. bit to be yeah, honest i just think that, I, like uh, people are always gonna resell shit anyway i think it's i think that, it's down to makes, you as an individual to be like i okay, consider I buying one be, for, i should i consider I should, buying one for resale yeah I, but I th that's that's this is this is the point you that if you know that it's wrong and you're like oh what like they were trying to do something for the nhs why should somebody be able to profit off of a crisis situation where people are trying to do good everyone's you, got a profit you, right now bro yeah, some you, people are furloughed people haven't got money people people still do have money uh, like there, there is a lot of people yeah that, that old man walked around his garden made millions people yeah. have money for the right things um so like i just genuinely feel like if you if you see it as such a great idea that they're raising money for the nhs and doing that through selling the t-shirts then you shouldn't go out and buy it at resale and places like StockX and stuff like that shouldn't really be stuck in it we saw that they um they started to do things like that when kobe died where a lot of places that would normally resell kobe's completely took them off the mm. shelves and wouldn't sell That's them true. so there's no but reason there's, they there's, a, there's that, a difference yeah. there's a difference here between the acts of a if palace had printed the national health service tea and done it purely for profit that would have been awful but like johnny sat at his computer who managed to cop one and then went hmm i could make a, a few quid here I, I don't know if i'm mad at him for it like i, I don't the nhs still got the exact same amount of money they were always going to get no matter whose hands so the how, was, ended how, up in. how is the, how is it different though where everyone was outraged when people were sell, reselling kobe's after his death being like you're you're sick like this is fucked up you shouldn't be doing that but then on the other hand you're saying it's okay for people to sell because that's, to resell t-shirts uh, when loads of people are dying from this they're trying to make and raise money because there was no charitable element in the kobe's thing like with the with the palace tea the like i keep saying like the nhs charity got the exact same amount of money that they were always going to get no matter whose hands the shoes ended up in so, sorry the, so, the t-shirt ended up in whereas with the kobe thing that was people literally going shit I've got a pair of Kobe's here. I can make some money off this poor man's death and like his family being like ripped apart. Like that's terrible. So that's if I literally went, just so turning. If, so if I went, you know the the face shields that everyone in the NHS is wearing. If someone was making mm -hmm. those and all the profits was going to the NHS, I went in and I bought up all of them. All of the money goes to the NHS. But then I resell. No one has that. Nobody has it then. And then I start reselling it back to people that work at the NHS for a higher amount. Still different though, because that's ha that has a direct impact on that example. Like that's a direct. It's not like though, you're then the you're point... you're stopping that equipment from getting to them. But the I point think with the, with the case of the t-shirt is, it's a it's an empty thing, isn't it? It's just a t-shirt at the end of the day. Mm. It's just something that people want. It's just a desirable item. Yeah, I'm still not made up my mind yeah. about whether or not I'm mad at it. Like, yeah, I understand. My, my instinct, point. my instinct is telling me that, like, all right, you're about to profit off the back of something that was done for charity, but the charity hasn't lost. I'm pretty sure yeah. as well. I'm pretty sure as well, though. Like, actually, no, because the charity would still lose out. If it, I'll tell you what would have. I'll tell you what the people are equating it to. If there was a palace employee backdooring them. Uh, yeah, that's what I think people are like comparing it to in the head. 
Whereas like if you buy it off, you know, Steve on Sneaker Myth, then then the NHS haven't got any money. You're you know, you're taking money away yeah. from the charity. Like, no, they already made the the, the money. Like the, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. If you've got two hundred quid to spend on a t shirt and it says NHS on it, you should probably be giving that two hundred quid to the NHS. I think it's morally wrong, but it's more. I'll tell yes. you, who's probably more in the wrong than the people selling the t-shirt, the people buying the t-shirt. Yeah, that's what I said. By walking around wearing it, like that's, what I, that's what I said. I oh, said is that, that what you meant? Yeah, yeah. I said that like ten minutes ago. That if the people that are buying it are the one, like you shouldn't be buying it. Every, and people that are stuck in it, like if you're selling it on StockX or whatever, they should be saying this is wrong. You shouldn't actually be reselling this when it's not was mad at the people. I think I've come to my conclusion that I'm not mad at the people selling it. I'm actually more mad at the people buying it because you, if, if anyone knows what that T-shirt is, they're going to think, oh, you bought you bought a T-shirt and you gave money to the NHS. Isn't that nice? Where actually you paid four times retail price for that T-shirt <laughs> and none of it went to the NHS. Let's, let's move so on So actually, anyway. you know what? I'm, I'm not mad at the people reselling it. Not at all. I've decided and I'm sticking my foot uh, in the okay. ground here. I, I understand where you're coming they from. Made, they made their donation. If they yeah. want to go make that donation back, cool, that's fine. Just to, say on the, just to say on the flip side as well of everything that I was kind of defending there, I suppose if if you are struggling for money, you bought the Palace team, you reflipped it, and that means that you can eat for a week, then I can't be mad at that. Then eat. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> What's next in news? Um, did We're going to go... May as well go into a bit of music. Um, yes. And... I was any- way more heated than I expected to be. I enjoyed that. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, did anybody listen to the two tracks that sounded the same this week? I had no fucking clue what was happening. I thought my streaming services were broke. I thought I hit play. But then I was like, wait, there's something different. Wait, they're the same. Is what this one of them two-piece singles where you Tell press play again. and the first... I'll get that. The first single is the normal one and then the second was some like B-side remix. That's yeah. what I thought for so long, pressing back and forth. And it's like, nope, nope. We've seen this before in music, but I need to know who produced the second song. Do you know what I think's hilarious? It might be worth actually explaining what we're talking about right, to age. So, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you're talking um, about. Miss. Okay, should we risk risk it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> risk yeah. it and risk, play. Yeah, risk the it. first ten. Play the first fifteen seconds of each song. <laughs> do Do I need to do it? Or is oh, it? yes. Um. Hold on. Yeah, so basically, uh, Mist put out a song with Fredo uh, called mm-hmm. House Party. Yep. I believe that this one came out first. Oh, I've heard I'll... a preview of this a long time ago. We spoke about it here. Um, I don't think it was this one that we heard. Yep, it was. Let me just put the speakers on. Um Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scratch. DJ Scratch. <laughs> uh, that came, that was released on the 29th of the 4th. And then I'm just getting the date up for the other one. 
Uh, I'm getting it too. Uh, so that one, yeah, that was misfeaturing Fredo, and then and then oh no, that was released on the same day. Same day, which is funnier for the other reason I'm going to use later. So then this was the other song. This was AJ Tracy and Mostak. What's this a sample from? Um, it's like a classic house song. Yeah, it is. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So though. classic that even I know it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm done with that. I don't want to see. That's mad. Um, Which, like, so I think this is wild, and it's wild because of two reasons. One, that the song released on the exact same day where it's mm-hmm. basically the same beat. What I think yeah. that, what I think's even more wild is that none of the artists involved in this song as 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 mentioned it or said anything about it it doesn't i feel like we're going know? to hear yeah yes they definitely know it's been we're it's, going to hear some repercussions from this th- this is this has been like a talking topic on the internet since it came out who got the track out first they same both day. came out on the same day yeah but who got it out first i heard mist's preview way before because mist I remember the video, Mist was sat in his car and he went, you want only to do shit with steel bangles, here's a preview of what we're doing. And it's like, some of you will recognise this. And I remember he played that and then the steel bangles drop and then he was like, ah, you're not ready for the rest of it. I remember hearing that. So when I pressed play on the second song, I was like, what pagan went on the internet to that Mist song and did a beat recreation? Well, so so obviously we know Steel Bangles produced the Mist House Party one, and yeah. the, uh, I think is it the Elements. Yeah, the produced Elements produced the AJ Tracy Mostak one. Now, I'm just, I just find it mad that nobody, none of the artists have mentioned it, and they're both kind of just like pushing the pushing song. the songs as if nothing's going on. Yo, the radio is gonna get so confused, like people who are like like half fans of these UK music are going to be so confused. Yeah. But um, I'm biased. I'm a Steel Bangles fan. <laughs> the, the, the Steel Bangles one just hits way better. Yeah. Way um, so, better. And the fact that we heard that preview, I know we heard that so long ago and I heard no smoke of this new AJ Tracy song. AJ Tracy was pushing that song with H when I heard the preview. Yeah, but, but can we just deep though? That even though we heard the preview for the missed one before, how ironic is it that they both dropped on the same day? I feel like that'll be strategic. That means whoever produced the song second knew they had to release it on or before the date of or, <laughs> the other person. You can't or, or keep it for an album. Or is this not something that could have potentially been planned? I don't think so. Do you not reckon? No, because it will directly pull from the other one. No one is. Like I people, don't think someone it, is going to be baited out though. That's I the thing. Like, th- someone's I, credibility will be questioned. I don't think it would though. Because... Someone's credibility is definitely going to be questioned here, because I've got an example of this happening somewhere else in hip hop. Remember Bryson Tiller and J Cole? Yeah. Had this exact same thing where J Cole 
J. Cole only won that debate because J. Cole was like, well, I produce all my own shit and I know that I posted on Instagram yeah. a few months ago of me in the studio working on this beat. And then the but producer of the Brad Tiller song... they didn't come out on the same day, did they? No, so the opposite thing happened there where it came out on... It was one of the songs on Bryson Tiller's album and instantly when that album came out, the internet was like, that's that J. Cole song and called the producer to court and the producer was like, I may have heard the inspiration of it somewhere. Mm. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, okay. He owned, he put his hands up and was like, I heard, and there was a beat recreation at play here. Um, I've, I would have loved to have known. Reverse engineering beats is can, a thing can, in music. Can someone do a quick Google search for me, please? Can we yeah. see what label Mist is signed to and what label AJ Tracy is signed to? You do Mist, I'll do AJ Tracy on it. Because if they're the same label, this is def- this is definitely being done to um, done as, a, as a, per- a per- on purpose. And Warner, oh AJ's on a big label as well, isn't he? Yeah, I believe it's probably is Warner. Also. AJ's also on Warner. Oh, there you go. This hell. is this is definitely a label thing where they're like, oh, okay, cool. That's We've That's got the poor. you've you've we. have got that sample. This is pro- <laughs> no. This is probably this is probably literally like. Maybe still Bangles done this first and there was like, oh, do you know what would work really well? So whoever's in A&R um, being like, yeah, if AJ Tracy jumped on like a, almost like a remix of it and we put them out on the same day and then it'll spark up conversation, which is exactly what we're doing now. But the conversation isn't worth that much money to it. I've gone back. I just and, don't think it's worth that much no, money. Do you know why? I've gone back and I've listened to each song more than what I would have given it time uh, the, the normal time that Mist is going to get played. I'm not going back to AJ Tracy's. But I had to listen three or four times to decide which one was better. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think many people are going to do that. I think they're literally going to make it an artist versus artist camp again. But I think it's going to be like. Yeah, no, but that. Like, all labels do it somehow. We'll get onto that conversation when we talk about um, Jay Z and Lil Wayne. But. Mm. Like, they monetize off artist versus artist because they're like, oh, people might pick a favorite, be forced to pick a favorite. Yeah. And out of, like, defiance and defending that artist, stream them more. So missed streams might go up on other songs and albums. And then AJ Tracy's might go up as well because there will be really distinct AJ Tracy fans and really distinct missed fans. Yeah, that is true. I think it'll work that way, that people will be like... Fuck listening to AJ Tracy. I'm gonna play Mist more on purpose. And Warner's like, cool. All the money looks the same to us. Mm. But that's jokes that this has happened, and it's so obvious. <laughs> I'm, it's just wild that maybe it's I'm not... just completely missing something. Maybe all of us are completely missing something that this was blatantly supposed to be what it is, and it's supposed they're both supposed to sound the exact same. It's, like one definitely just sounds like so the I'm, other through bare filters. So I'm on, <laughs> yeah, I'm on AJ Trace's Instagram, which Anything? I didn't actually know that a hundred percent of the first week download sales will be co- um, donated to COVID nineteen urgent appeal. This song, yeah, interesting. I'm gonna see if Mist has done the same because nah, he's not. I wouldn't expect him to. No, I've not seen... To be fair, Mr. Mm, yeah, no, I've not seen anything. 
He's just put yeah. like um, house party out now. Hmm. Maybe this is maybe this is like a turned into a bit of a battle. Then I want to see how it plays out because. Or do you think? Like, or do you think this is something where the label have had the sample cleared and they're like, "Oh yeah, we've got this if you want it," and both share are, it out? Both, yeah. both artists have been like, "Oh yeah, we is can do something with this." Like, is it not a per artist thing? No, because sometimes you can just clear it. Jay Z, Jay Z started that whole thing where you clear a sample for loads of people to use. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be an element. It's like the UK is weighs a lot of fandom on credibility. The UK is very different to the US, where like if people are called out for doing something corny, whoever they are, they they're going to be called out for it. There's no like elitism in UK music. Like Wiley's a god to UK music, and he gets clowned regularly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that doesn't like, that doesn't pull back from his respect, but he does get clowned regularly for stuff that he does and says. And like people are very vocal about it, so. At worst, someone is gonna get clowned. Which is, uh, another another mad thing. What also comes and I'm up. not clowning mist. <laughs> I just, it was science picked aside. The more the more I'm the more I'm looking into it, I feel like they have to be tied in together and they're working simultaneously. Because on tidal, when I type in house party, I go onto mist through artists. I've got no. I typed in mist, then I've gone onto his. Um, artist thing. I've gone on, clicked onto House Party, and you get more albums from Mist. Um, and then it's got Savage. Then up next to it, it has Dinner Guest. Yeah. On literally on his on Mist's own related albums though. Yeah, I can again. I can see that happening. So uh, I, a few links could cause that. Is the, but yeah. Is this not being put out then as almost like um, a, the official remix to it? I don't. I'm gonna do some research because oh, wait, I again. no, because AJ AJ Chase is self. I'm assuming that this is self put out. Yeah, it is. So AJ Chase is put up as a new single. No, but I mean like away from the label. Away from the label. Oh, um, okay. On, no. on, on title, it says 2020 AJ Tracy, where the label normally would be. Yes, that's very true. Oh, that's interesting. And on mists, it. On, on, yeah, and on Mist it says twenty twenty six made records. Okay, I know Mist was Mist has been working on this for a while. Like we've known about that, but that's interesting. Hmm. But if anyone knows of anything that we've missed on this, like hit us yeah. up because yeah. I'm intrigued to see what the whole flex was with it. I wanna, I wanna hear what happens. Um, should we finish off with our great debate? was sparked by the internet as always. Uh, you sprung this debate on me, by the way. I've I've got no input. Um, do you know what? I'm coming in this with no homework, just pure yeah, years done, of fandom. I've done no homework. Yeah, that's the problem, you see. You two have got uh, you two have got those banks. I need you, to you didn't listen to Young Money play <laughs> you didn't listen to the Young Money mixtapes as a as a youth. Just just exactly. before just before we go into that, did anyone see okay. Usher and Chris Brown? Usher versus Chris Brown on live the other day. I don't understand why that's a battle. That's a really difficult battle because without Usher, there would be no Slide and Gliding Brothers. Yeah, I I just can never see Chris Brown competing with Usher ever. No, ever. Maybe Chris Brown versus Omarion in the right category, in the right context. Yeah, potentially. Because um, Omarion's a 
a goat. <laughs> I think the only real conversation, if you're talking about the kings of R and B, is Usher versus R Kelly. Which is a wild conversation, but it, we yeah, can't, we're not even yeah, allowed you to. Can't, you can't do that anymore. We're not even allowed to play R Kelly's music, and he's the only person that could compete with compete. That's with Usher. very true. That's very true. So you, the, the, I feel like that live, it, you may as well have just said, "Yo, Usher, you've, big, yeah. you've got this." Mm. <laughs> Let's enjoy some Usher music real quick. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> the main one that I saw, and I put it in the group chat uh, on, I, what did I see it on? I saw it on Instagram. Um, yeah. It was which of these legends bought us the best artists, Jay Z or Lil Wayne? Not their personal catalog, the but artists the, what artists that they, 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 that they brought us. So, they both came with two examples, didn't they? Yeah. So there was more, but they both so predominantly the, came the with two, two examples. The two examples: Jay Z brought us J Cole and Kanye West, who mm-hmm. then signed. Kid Cudi and also brought us Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're doing generational families. Okay, mm. oh, then, that might change things. Um, and then I think, to be fair, they didn't actually. I feel like the the page that posted it was kind of swaying it one way um, because all yeah. they did then for Lil Wayne was you can also say that Drake brought us the weekend and party next door. That's rude. <laughs> um. Obviously, you've got the okay. whole of Young Money, Cash Money there. Yeah. You've got Nicky. Um, I don't know. It's harder to think that way. So, Young Money, Lil Wayne. Do you know what Lil Wayne created? He created a mentality of constantly churning out music. Yeah. So, though there was a detriment to how people put out music, like the labels and the, the paperwork and the admin behind it, which everyone under Lil Wayne was also subsequently screwed over. But the work ethic of Lil Wayne yeah, was like probably one of the biggest things at Young we Money. St- we still see some of the biggest artists of our generation living by that the, that work, the, that ethic. work yeah. ethic of if you put, put out, out of consistency. That was it. If you just consistently put, put out, out music, music. Look, if you go through Chris Brown's catalogue, I had to do it for the, the um, beat battle. It took a long yeah. time. He's put out <laughs> ridiculous amounts of stuff. Not everything hits, but yeah. in um, in theory, if you put out like a hundred things, at least one of them is going to have to hit. Yeah. So the percentage is getting... Like, if you put out constantly, if you let people in fully, like you just have more chance of things hitting. Tiger is a good example for me because though Tiger has been up and down so much, Tiger was churning out albums, mixtapes, albums, mixtapes. When he hits a high, he had the likes of Kanye producing his album. So it's like the trajectory which people like Tiger, directly from the Lil Wayne of, you have an idea, you get it out, don't sit on it, don't stew on it, get your idea out. So if you have a run of mixtapes, do them. If you have multiple different ideas of runs of mixtapes, Tiger was the one who was literally doing what Lil Wayne was doing. Well, Lil Wayne had the droughts over here. He had these over here. He had dedication tapes all hitting at the same time. And Tiger was trying that with his variations. Again, I'm not saying like impactful they were the same, but like that work ethic. And Drake, who was like, comeback season, cool, do more. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this could be... Nikki was the same when she was a rapper. Yeah, Nikki used to put out loads. <laughs> loads. And she used to bar. <laughs> I feel like this could be 
a good way to bring back the Instagram lives. If we what don't... was Jay Z's slightly and different then... format? Like, mm. yeah, yeah what was Jay Z's? And then, and then we we might have to call this topic end there so we can do the theorizing. So Jay's, yeah, Jay Z. The examples that they give us was Jay Z bought bought us J Cole, Kanye West, who then mm. signed Kid Cudi, and also brought good us music. Travis Scott. Do you yeah. get those second-hand... Oh, so are you allowed to qu- count those second-hand... Second-hand signees? Yeah, like, Kanye brought Kid Cudi, but Jay-Z brought Kanye. Like, do, does that mean that Jay-Z gets credit for Kid Cudi? Like, we'd have to lay those rules out because that's a whole rabbit hole you could go down. Yeah, I, yeah. like, my rab- I've got a rabbit hole for that that couldn't stretch forever. I feel like... I feel like if we was to do that, you would have to say it can only link once. Yeah, there's only one degree of separation. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I feel like this. I feel like this could be a very good conversation, and that is. I feel I'm like, sure how good it'll be a battle because I'm biased on. I'm a fan of. I'm a fan. Of, yeah, the, both. Both family trees. That's what I mean. I don't know I'm which very one invested. I, expect, I don't know which one I'd expect signed to back. I'm very invested in both family trees. <laughs> um. I was gonna say that I know that you are the resident Wayne fan, so yeah, sign. I think I'm I am the resident Wayne, Wayne fan. But, but this is, I think, that this is one that everyone I, under I, the Rock Nation umbrella. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to bring it up because I think it's like a, yeah. a really good talking point. But uh, thinking on it, it would be a very good um, in-depth conversation that we could do. Okay. Well, let's do that live. Just going through the comments. Find it here now. Just going through Fuck the comments. we'll do it live. Just going through the comments. Th- there's literally, for, for one person saying Hove, there's another person saying Wayne. Yep. It, it's feel- a tough call. It's definitely a tough call. Let's, let, yeah, let's, let's bank that. Still and we'll it, do that live. It, we'll do it live. Yeah. Smash it out this weekend. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be a good one. We'll save, we'll save thoughts and opinions. Uh, for them well, do you want to do that after the after this episode goes live? Yes. When does this episode go live? Um, we'll make it hit before the weekend, and then we'll That's do this plan. on this weekend. Mm. All right. So what? This going to hit Friday? Mm, we'll give the people a chance to listen to it. Might make it hit Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Thursday. Let them sit. Stew on it. All right. Cool. Yeah. We'll we'll wrap it up there then. We'll wrap that up. Boom, boom, boom. Don't nice forget to share part of this episode because I really want to hear sign. Um, <laughs> the English, Eng- English accent cover of war. Gonna, I might even add and throw my own Sweet Sixteen in there. Oh wow! Oh damn! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first track off the long eluded mixtape. No, no, it's just a taster. Don't forget right, to hit that little follow, subscribe, whatever it says on your notification, so it pings you when we release an episode. Um, all of those things.